the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Uh, hope everyone had a wonderful Memorial Weekend. Uh, obviously, uh, the debt that has been paid by so many who have put their life on the line for this country uh, will never, ever be forgotten and obviously a uh, a time where, especially today, uh, where freedom is becoming a very, very hard thing. And uh, we're watching uh, uh, more needless wars. And, and, and of course, I think the, the digital age and AI and uh, digital currencies, uh, we're watching really what I think is the end of, of this reign of currency uh talking about whether it be the federal reserve note or or the euro uh you know all of the paper assets uh so it's been it, it's going to be a very tumultuous time uh but it's always good to remember uh those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice and hopefully hopefully we can uh, remember that in our daily lives and, and do better than what we've been doing because there's no doubt uh, we could be doing better as a nation. Uh, you know, politics and nonsense and uh, just ridiculous economic policies uh, are continuing uh, to hold this nation back. I mean, you know, the American dream, right, that middle class, the owning a home, the white picket fence, a couple of kids and a dog. That could be a cat, I guess, whatever, turtle, I don't know, fish. <laughs> whatever, whatever, the pet of your choice. How's that? The pet, I wanna, I wanna be inclusive. The, the pet of your choice. Uh, seemingly out of reach, and, and of course, the home has been out of reach for a while. Now, even a new car. Seemingly out of reach. We've got to strive to do better. I know that we can. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. It is working. I apologize over the weekend. So we got the 800 number line uh, back up and working uh, around noonish on Friday. Unfortunately, I... And again, I'm not going to blame anybody. There was a lot of things that that uh, happened that caused this issue, but apparently the voicemail didn't come with it. I don't know why, but but it didn't. So if you were trying to call over the weekend, it just rang and rang and rang and rang and rang and rang and rang and, rang and, and nothing ever happened. Uh, they are working on that. I don't know why they. We, they, we, uh, notified them they had almost five hours on Friday, could not get it done. I don't know why, don't care, uh, but it should be, <laughs> fingers crossed, the voicemail will be up by the end of the working day today. 
but Jason, uh, I hope you had a good day off. You know, we everyone got ready. It's already Tuesday today. Can't hear you. So I have no Jason. But uh, we'll, we'll work out. <laughs> we think that, yeah. Oh, man. This is funny. They've been working on Jason's studio all morning. I want you to, I'm going to read you. So Jason and I can see each other, even though he's in Colorado. And, uh, he, he, and we also can, uh, type text. And it's not text, but we can message each other. So at, uh, 8.06, he says to me, right as I started talking, everything should work. Uh, well, we made it to about 8.09, uh, not quite. <laughs> We're working on that too, man. We're working on a lot of stuff. Uh, we got, well, we got a lot of irons in the fire. Okay. So let's just move on here. Let's start talking about over the weekend, there was news about a debt ceiling deal. Uh, we're going to talk about what that was. Um, I don't think anybody will be surprised. Uh, but they weren't basically going to cut anything. The, the whole thing. Now, they, the headline said they're going to cut spending on a tenth of a percent. No. No. So here was how the deal was was laid out. Here's how bad the government is right now. Okay, you got Social Security, right? You got Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security. Can't touch that, right? Well, I mean, you could, but they're not going to. I mean, those two bills, those two bills, those two bills, you're talking, I don't know, 2.2, 2.3, maybe even 2.4 with the new bump in Social Security, trillion dollars. You have the interest on the debt. I can't do anything about that. Uh, first quarter, by the way, we, we just got this number, $232 billion. Uh, that is a new all-time record high. Of course, if you multiply that by four, we're essentially going to pay a trillion dollars of interest, which either this year, 2023, which ends in September, or 2024, uh, the interest on the debt will have passed Medicare and will be the second biggest expense, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, right behind Social Security. Unless, if they do with Jamie Dimon, go to 7% by next year, the interest on the debt will be the single biggest expense that the government has but here's what the government decided hey there's only two places to cut discretionary spending and the military the deal was and like i said the the democrats and the republicans they all want to spend your money they just want to spend it differently uh they're going to increase military spending decrease discretionary spending Pretend that they're actually going to spend less. The deficit's actually going to get worse. But now there's a problem because some of the Republicans are saying, hey, wait a minute, we didn't cut any spending. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Well, at least Joe anyway for for the time being. We're, we're actually adding uh, technology you can uh, turn me on. I'll interrupt studio. him. For all there he, he wants you to know go. Hey, work. Am I there? there? You're working. There you are. I'm good Look now. Look at this. Yay. He made it. He made it. We're actually, listen, we actually had this thing working, but then we decided, hey, you know what? We need more ability. We want to do more things. We want to have multiple people in the studio in Fort Lupton. Uh, so we have we're at more mics, more computer, more stuff. 
Uh, and when we did that, we, we had to, uh, well, let's just say work out the, the, the bugs in it, but, uh, Jason is, is with us as we start this <laughs> So you can hear me now. So everything is good. We, you can hear me. Everything's good. All right. Man, yeah. I tell you, see, I just, it, we do. We, uh, there's, we got some plans for the future. There's a lot that I want to get done in, uh, first you get it to work, which it did here in Fort Lupton. And then, yeah, you got you kind of got to tiptoe around some new abilities, and sometimes you have to unplug something to plug something new in. And I'm t- we're almost there, Joe. I'm telling you, we're almost there. So we, we you know, it's good. It's going to be really good. You know, hey, listen, <laughs> we, we're, we were just handling all of our problems all at the same time. That's it. Well, let's just get them all out of the way. So that's, I think we're, we're, we've made a lot of progress. You know, we had the stream go down, the 809 went down, the voicemail went down. Your studio went down, and by the end of the day, I think they're all they're all back. You know, the stream's up, the 800 number's up, the voicemail's going to be working soon. So, hey, we're working through it uh, on this Tuesday. Before we get back into debt ceiling, a uh, quick look in at the markets. The Dow is down 136 points. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are higher. Uh, gold is up. I told you, know, again, remember the whole debt ceiling thing kind of told you there. Uh, gold's up 14 right now, 1960 on gold. Silver is down, well, down a few cents here, $23.30. Uh, this market recap brought to you our good, by our good friends at Y Refi. I mean, once I tell you all the details of this debt ceiling, if it's not enough to make you sick, uh, I don't know what would be. Uh, really, it's an embarrassment. Uh, maybe a good reason to, hey, maybe I should put uh, more of my money into gold and silver. Uh, obviously, as you know, you know, Monday we always have Joey on. We didn't have Bob because, well, we weren't here on Monday. Get in Joey a call. Get in the, your money out of these banks. you got to also check out our good friends at Y-Refi. Up to 10.25% return. Invest, Y-Refi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y. R-E-F-Y dot com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. And I like it because it's the greater good. Uh, it really is. Uh, the whole thing with the private student loan market, uh, they'll tell you all about it, guys. And, and like I said, you guys know this. you got to have up to, you got to have at least 50000 You can use an existing IRA, uh, Y-REFI-24, uh, 888-Y-REFI-24. And Jason, the debt ceiling, uh, it was, it was really, you know, remember last week they were talking, the Republicans were going big. We're gonna go big! We're gonna, we're drawing the line here in the sand! You're gonna cut a hundred and thirty billion dollars. Well, apparently that was way too much. Like, what would, no, can't do that. The new debt ceiling that, that McCarthy agreed to over the weekend, now this, this has gotta get voted on. And right now, uh, looks like, uh, the Demo- or the Republicans in the House aren't very happy. Which probably means the Democrats in the Senate are. Cause you gotta remember, the Democrats control the Senate, right? The Republicans control the House, and you gotta find a bill that makes both of them happy. Uh, it came out over the weekend, and instead of cutting the $130 billion, how about no billion dollars? Because that, that really ultimately is what's going to happen here. Uh, the headline says, hey, we're going to cut one-tenth of one percent of discretionary spending. Now, discretionary spending, that's about $700 billion. So think about we've got a budget, right, approaching $8 trillion. The What they consider to be discretionary, 
In other words, everything else, man, we got to do everything else. There's only $700 billion, that's it? Right? Of this almost $8 trillion we're spending, only $700 billion of it's discretionary? I think not, but that's, again, that's, that's where we're at. Now, to be fair, they say that they're going to cut discretionary spending. Well, I got news for you. Wrong. Not really. We're actually going to spend more. If this passes with the quote-unquote spending cap, we'll actually have spent more in discretionary spending in 2023 than we did in 2022 because Congress passed a big increase last year in discretionary spending, 10% in discretionary spending. So the caps, I guess they'll spend a little less than what they said they were going to, Jason, but it's still going to be more. And, oh, by the way, uh, they got to give more money to defense. Uh, spending on defense, uh, $886 billion. And that's actually got some Republicans upset. That's not nearly enough, right? What? I'm like, what? How much is enough, right? $886 billion in military spending, $704 billion in discretionary spending, by the way, in 2025, the military spending will go to $895 billion. And now, listen, that doesn't include, now some of you out there, oh, well, you know, Ukraine. No, that doesn't include Ukraine. Those are separate votes. Right? When we, when we go out and say, oh, let's give Ukraine another $10 billion. That doesn't come out of this number. No, no, no. No, no. That's, that's separate. But that's, that's not discretionary either, right? You, you get the gist. And discretionary spending will go to $711 billion. In this, Jason, they set a date instead of a number, just like I thought they would. Uh, the new date, I want to say it's January 1st, 2025. And they know with emergency measures, which we're in now, they'll get well past uh, the next president, whoever that will be, uh, will, will be inaugurated before they have to do the next debt ceiling, Jason. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because I did watch a little bit of, uh, I think it was McCarthy talking about it. I think I was, I, I was, I was actually working out, and <laughs> there was a TV on at this where I was at. And uh, it doesn't really matter that much, does it, Joe? Once they pass a budget, can't the, the president can just decide to change where the money's going anyway. So they're really arguing a whole lot about nothing. Because once the budget's passed, they can change it afterwards. It's all well, they can do money. right. They can pass new legislation. They can uh, do new new spending, right? Because that, let's face it, it would be one thing if the Congress said, "Okay, this is the budget. That's all we can spend." Right here, it is hard line. Right, that's it. But what? But we want to give more money to Ukraine. We want to send more stuff to Ukraine. Well, right. then, okay. Well, tell me, tell me what you're going to take out there. Nope, that's not how that works. Right, so with a stroke of a pen, they can just spend more. Uh, the IRS, remember the IRS? Oh, we're going to take ten billion dollars away from the eighty billion. Yeah, how about one billion? Well, now I'm lying to you. One point four billion less for the IRS. So, so uh, I guess you know, yay, right? You know, the, the, the I mean, I, I don't know what that will do, uh, but nonetheless, Jason, that was it. And now the uh, McCarthy says things are not looking great right now in the House, as obviously uh, the Republicans are not happy 
they would need, I don't know exactly how many Republicans to vote for this, because I'm assuming all the Democrats would love this thing, because it really just says, hey, uh, we're going we're gonna to cap the spending at this, and by the way, uh, we didn't actually, there was no new taxes, no new revenues, uh, Jason, and really not a lot of cutting of anything. Exactly. Yeah, they're going to spend more money. That's all it really boils down to. You raise the debt limit, you get to spend more money. That's that's all it ever is. So, but yeah, I, I saw McCarthy speaking, and I, I uh, the volume was turned down. So you know, they had the little scroll. It, tell me if I'm wrong, Joe, but he was saying something that you know they were they were in the room discussing it. Uh, some of the House Democrats and some of the House Republicans and Joe Biden, and, and Joe Biden re- refused to let the Republicans speak to him. I mean. <laughs> This is something I think he was saying. Yeah, the the, uh, the sheer show that they're putting on about all this, and it, it is. It's just about spending more money. It really is. It's it's a Ponzi scheme. You know, the, the, we know this, and the, uh, this is why the debt ceiling is con- constantly raised over and over and over and over again. But one of these days, Joe, it's just not going to work. One of these days, one of these these debt ceiling crises, and they probably they'll probably hide it at that time. It's just not going to work out. They're just not going to be able to figure out how to make it work. So. We'll see what happens in the future, Joe. They got two years now, so uh, happy. Well, it's not done yet, but yeah, the the the, it looks like again it's going to be a date instead of a number, which just makes sense, right? Because the numbers are so ridiculous. Uh, By January 2025, I don't even know what are we talking about. We'll probably be closing in on that 40 trillion number, right? I mean, right now it's at 31.4, and it's been at 31.4 for a long time. We know whenever the debt ceiling gets passed, whenever that is, and right now Janet Yellen is now saying June 5th is when they'll be out of money. And so, you know, over the weekend we'll run out. By Monday we'll be out of money, according to uh, Janet Yellen. Um, the interesting part is once they pass it, they're probably going to add, I don't know, Six to eight hundred billion dollars to the deficit, like immediately, like in, in the first few weeks. Because once they pass it, the Treasury's got to reload their checkbook. They got to pay back pensions. I mean, so really, right now, we're already at over thirty-two trillion. Uh, it, and essentially, this bill, if it passed the way it sits today, gives them about another year and a half. Or so, give or take. So that's probably somewhere around five trillion dollars, maybe six trillion. Depends on the economy, right? The, you know, no, that's no recession. Hey, things things kind of go where they're at right now. We we have one percent, two percent GDP growth. Uh, we'll probably be be at a number around thirty seven, thirty eight trillion. Uh, in in by the time the next bid debt ceiling, and again. If interest rates do what Jamie Dimon says, well, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Add another, add another trillion or two to that number if it goes to seven percent, right? Because already, what's the fastest growing part of the debt? Well, what's the, the fastest growing part of the budget of for it's the debt, the interest on the debt. That's the fastest growing thing. And Jason, it's just gobbling up and gobbling up and gobbling. According to our government, we've got to spend more on interest on the debt than we have in the entire discretionary spending. Yeah, yeah, because what you're saying essentially is we'll be staring at 33 trillion after this gets up and rolling, 
and 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 then they're going to what? Maybe raise interest rates a quarter point next month. <laughs> so so yeah, forty trillion isn't out of the question by the time they run out of money. Let's just say I don't know February or April or, or May of 2025, right? So yeah, they you well yeah, but, right. Because you got to remember they'll go into extra, you're you're right, really. They probably bought two years after the extraordinary measures. We'll, we'll be right. By the time the next debt ceiling gets passed, I think you're right. We'll be right near $40 trillion. That doesn't count the Fed's balance sheet. Who knows what that will be? I mean, uh, I don't think the interest rate will be. I don't think it's going lower. What if the interest rate 7% all the way through 2024? What if they, they pause at 7 Yeah, right? <laughs> you get a whole year of that. That would make the interest on the debt. The interest on the debt would be the single biggest line item, and it's going to be no matter what. By by 2025, it will be uh, the biggest expense of the debt. Just just think about this now. According to their number, all of the military spending and all of the discretionary spending, if you brought it to zero, we would still be running a budget deficit of about a trillion dollars. If you brought it to zero, and these two numbers combined, it's about 1.6 trillion dollars. Those two, just those two. If we just okay, that's it. We're not spending. We're not. We're not making another bullet. We're not. We're not employing everybody in the military. Is fired, right? I mean, you get rid of it all. No discretionary spending for anybody. We still run a trillion dollar plus deficit yeah that's how big the deficits have gotten patriot radio news hour maybe you want to get some gold like every other country in the world Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. gold's up 17 dollars here uh 1962 now uh silver uh 2335 is now unchanged uh the dow is down almost 200 points uh Debt ceiling, one way or the other. Listen, it's you see how worthless this whole thing is. I mean, at the end of the day, what are we talking about? They're on paper, they're trying desperately to say, "See, we cut a tenth of a percent." That, that and that was on paper. The reality was they cut nothing. The reality is they're going to spend more this year than last year. Period. And and. I get it. Listen, there, of course, Social Security payments went way up. You're going to spend more. Medicare, it went higher. Interest on the debt, it went way higher. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about, okay, let's just use your logic of discretionary spending. Uh, this cut that you're saying, it, it's not a cut. It's not a cut. Oh, we're just going to spend less than what we agreed to five months ago when we increased the spending. We're going to take some of that spending away uh the whole irs one yeah whole, wow thanks for that billion dollar way way to get the way to get the axe out on that they have no intention listen they know exactly what they're doing with the irs i hope you guys figured it out right Where, where's this 10 billion dollars they were talking about of course even that's ridiculous right they gave them 80 billion oh we're gonna take 10 billion back now how about a billion you know what i wouldn't be surprised i don't even know if it'll make that we'll, we'll see how all of that shakes out because the voicemail Joe, was not working. Go ahead, Jason. Well, just to say, it's kind of interesting if you just think for a moment that if you take the budget of, of, of uh, the United States from 2017, 2018, if we just simply put that budget back in, the pre-COVID budget, we'd have a balanced budget. The tax revenue of today 
would cover the budget of 2017, 2008. There'd be no deficit. That's how fast things were moving. That's how that's how quickly things were moving in the wrong direction. We we'd have a balanced budget just with 2017, 2018's budget, Joe. No deficit. Well, the the I I I would have to check that out. I I don't know that that necessarily it'd be close. I, I'll say it'd be it'd be close because today's taxes the, the, not, not with 2017 the, taxes with today's taxes with it today's, would work. Yeah, yes, with today's revenue with yeah. today's taxes. Yeah, the the yep. the. Uh, the by the last two years of Trump, the first two years of Biden, and I think it was the last two and a half and the first two and a half. So the last five years, right, the deficit has grown by over ten trillion dollars. Yep. Of course, in the last five years, uh, you got to add really got to add another what? Well, why another four or five trillion from the Fed too? So really, it's up almost fifteen trillion dollars in just the last five years, uh, and and it's going to get. So much worse, and that's really kind of the biggest problem. And as I was getting ready to say, because the the voicemail was down, gold's up 17 now. Every deal that we had, and we had a bunch of deals on Memorial Weekend, are still in effect. Twenty dollar gold, twenty dollar gold pieces, twenty three hundred dollars. Uh, this is the closest to spot, especially with the move today, uh, that they've been in quite some time. Uh, $10 gold. This is still the buy of the day, right? $1,125. We've got 10th ounce American gold eagles at $275. Uh, silver eagles were the cheapest around, uh, at $790 a roll. Uh, I'm going to honor those for the entire rest of the day today at 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, the central bank gold buying craze continues, uh, and more countries announcing. Hey, by the way, uh, we're still buying gold. Poland uh, added another fifteen tons of gold in April alone. Uh, Poland, who has been buying gold now since the fall of twenty twenty one. They plan to uh, add a hundred tons to their reserve. They added a hundred tons in 2022, uh, and they said that uh, they are on pace uh, to reach that goal. Iraq, uh, which made one purchase last year, announced they're back in the gold buying business uh, last Thursday. Iraq. Uh, bought two and a half tons of gold. Iraq saying that, hey, unlike last year when we made one big buy, they plan on buying small quantities multiple times uh, instead of the just the, the, the one big one. So Iraq announcing its intentions of boosting its gold reserves. Last year, they increased their gold holdings by 35%. They said, hey, that's a good number to look for for this year as well. Uh, by the way, uh, central banks in the first quarter of this year set a record by buying 228 metric tons. Now, that's a first quarter record. Uh, central banks have bought more gold in a quarter. Go back to last year, Q3, Q4. Uh, but this is the most buying by central banks to start a year since they uh, started uh, keeping that record since data collection began, uh, according to the World Gold Council. 
they said that uh, Q1 central bank demand follows last year's record annual purchase of 1,078 metric tons. So, Jason, when you think about it, at, at, at 228, which in normally the first quarter is a low quarter, that would be 912 metric tons. Uh, and and it, it follows the same pattern as it did last year. Jason, we'll end up breaking the, the record that we set last year for central bank gold buying. Yeah, record gold buying, uh, and in most countries, gold is at its record high. Uh, we were, we've been flirting with that for a while this year, so we'll have our record high gold prices. I mean, that's, that's, that's your simple supply and demand. Even with the paper market's always trying to weigh it down, right, Joe? It's, uh, you get that much demand, uh, the price will hit record highs, and that's going to continue to happen because there's, doesn't seem to be a slowing. And even if we'll say 2024, we don't have record buying, which I think we, there might be. The price is just going to keep getting pushed, Joe. It's, it's, it's obvious that these these BRICS nations or these these BRICS wannabe countries want to get into a gold-backed sort of uh, monetary system, and we're going to have the uh, we're going to have the, uh, the the old gold-backed monetary system versus this cryptocurrency, this this uh, digital dollar, so to speak. And uh, Good luck to see to to to, to who's going to win that, right, Joe? Because I, yeah. I get the feeling that the 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 technological advancements of society is it's just that people just they they think that their credit card is money. People just don't get that gold is money. Though they they want their credit card, they think that is money, and that that idea that's in so many people's heads is may win out, and that's when gold's really going to do good too, because because they're going to rip you off in that digital money. But you, they won't, you can't get ripped off with gold, Joe. It's just gold, right? It's just gold. What is the best long-term investment Americans weighed in? I'll tell you the results when we get back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Tuesday uh, we got $20 gold on sale, $10 gold on sale, 10th ounce on sale. Uh, we got what? Silver Eagles on sale. What, well, last day here, uh, cause of all of our, well, let's just call them issues that have now since been resolved. What is the best long-term investment? Pretty interesting question. And last year, Real estate was number one. Matter of fact, real estate has been number one since 2013. And, of course, you think this is the era of free money that's coming to an end. Now, here's something I think uh, the American public, pretty smart, really. And this is why I tell everybody, trust your instincts with gold, especially those that haven't bought yet. They all, You always have all these. It's not hard. It's not complicated. When you buy from Patriot, you're going to get exactly, exactly what you bought, period. And disgusting. No questions asked. It's so simple. It's so easy. Trust your instincts. We've always had good instincts. I think in general, I think one of the great American quality is people's instincts. So the question is, what is the best long-term investment? Now, I told you, number one's been real estate. It's been number one since 2013. Last year, 45% said real estate was number one. This year, 
And again, here's the instincts part. It's down to 35%, right? And people are getting it. Okay, wait a minute. If interest rates are going to be high, then yeah, it's, you know, uh, we, we may, we, you know, we, we, we're riding the housing boom and bust cycle here. Stocks! Well, they're having a tough go because they're down to third. Stocks is now third with 18%. Now gold, yeah, gold came in second. Last year they were third at 15%, right behind stocks. This year, 26% said that gold is the best long-term investment. Uh, by the way, uh, also making the list, savings accounts. Okay. Uh, I guess that's a little better now. At least savings accounts now are paying some interest. Uh, and then bonds. Uh, was also on the list. When you put crypto in, crypto only gets 4% of the vote. Uh, last year, Jason, crypto had 8%. So again, I think this, this, this really does probably the best job I've seen, uh, of, of people saying, okay, really put gun may, right now, I like real estate and then gold and then stocks. Give it another year. I, I would not be, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. I'll be shocked. If by 2025 that gold's not number one, uh, I got to ask this though. I mean, should should gold even be on this list? Is I mean, I, and this is just me, Joe. You've heard me say it many times. I I think gold isn't really even an investment. I I hold it as savings, protected whole savings. Uh, an ounce of gold in a cow, for instance, has been the same value for so long. And so when inflation happens and the money meisters pull all their schemes. You're safe in gold. Now, I, I, I could see using the word investment with gold when, hey, I, I, I should put my money here because things are going weird in the next year or two, and, and I want to hold my value. But, I mean, really, isn't it savings? Isn't it really, you know, if you put that list together, which one's best at savings, and you, you add cash in there, gold would be, is number one for savings. It's every single year, year after year, forever. But for me, Joe, I, I, I shy away from the word investment just because, a one ounce of gold is not going to buy two cows in the future. You know, an investment, you know, stocks are a good investment, but you have to know what you're doing. You'd have to know the companies. If you just mindlessly throw your money into a 401K, you're not going to win. You have to know those companies that are going to succeed, and you have to take the risk that you're going to lose your money. So to me, Joe, should it even be – I've seen the chart you're looking at. I actually saw that chart like a week ago. Uh I just, I just wonder why, you know, Dave Ramsey, why, anyone listen to Dave Ramsey? He's, yeah, he hates gold. It's, it's, it's the worst investment. It's terrible. I've never heard anyone tell Dave Ramsey, hey, dude, it's not an investment. It's savings. This is where you're safe. He, he, he talks about it, your know, real estate being such a safe investment or a safe place to be. Yeah, say that to the guy who just got hail damage, has to pay $5,000 for a deductible to get that roof fixed. Or if he has to fix the water heater or, or when that tax bill comes every year. All the problems that gold doesn't have, right, Joe? So I, I get when people say investment, but I just I like people to understand that what you're doing is you're protecting yourself because uh, there's some rich guys out there that are pulling lots of money out of the bank, right? They're trying to get under the two hundred fifty thousand dollar level. They don't know where to put their money. They have no idea where to put it. When they figure out, Joe, that well, maybe I better put it here because I don't know where else to put it. Gold's gonna just shriek to all times highs. It's gonna go so high, and the inflation, Joe. <clears throat> That the inflation has not stopped, and I don't think they're going to be able to control it. 
And so gold is going to be protection and savings. It's, it's, it's pretty much the place to be with, with any money you got sitting on the sidelines, Joe. Yeah, and, and again, uh, you know, there's a lot of truth to, to what Jason said. I think, though, when looking at, okay, let's, let's look at the next five to ten years. Okay, so the dollar, right, had hit another one of its little peaks, right? The dollar, which is always stair steps down. Uh, as the debt blows up, uh, we, we are in a cycle, uh, where, uh, we expect the dollar to head considerably lower again. Think about the, the debt ceiling. Think about the, what we just talked about. Hey, you could take all of the defense and all the discretionary spending and we'd take it to zero and we'd still run trillion dollar plus deficits. Uh, the, the, the crowding out the deficit taking so much of the debt now, you know, think about it. One-eighth of government spending now is interest on the debt. And, Jason, uh, that number continues to grow. So uh, that means, you know, look at all these countries. Why are they buying gold? What are they selling to buy the gold? They're selling dollars to buy gold, yeah. right? This is kind of the thing, right? We're in this cycle right now where the dollar is probably on the way down. So the next five to ten years, I get it, right? Gold looks really good. As savings, it looks really good as an investment. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour, wrapping up this Tuesday. And just think about it. You know, from 1980 to 2000, gold was terrible. It went from $800 to 250 and of course, what, what was going on? You know, well, we had obviously the inflation of the 70s. Uh, but then, uh, Alan Greenspan, uh, in the Social Security slush fund, what a great robbery of people's wealth that was. Really was, because Social Security was pay as you go. And then Alan Greenspan said, you know what? We gotta, we gotta collect extra now for when the baby boomers retire. And of course, Reagan passes this huge tax cut for corporations and, and government debt spending really took off, right? We, credit cards became the norm, student loan debts, right? I mean, oh, debt, 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 debt. But since 2000, right? It's gone the other way, hasn't it? Right? Gold's gone from 250 to 2000. Well, what's changed? Well, the answer that's changed is they're unable to hide how much debt they're really creating, right? Social Security, that trust fund, they had a lot of it in there. Of course, they spent it all, right? There was no lockbox, but they were able to hide a lot of this spending, a lot of this debt. And, of course, now uh, this whole system, because what is banking really built on? It's built on debt. And think about what these people said in this poll. Real estate has been the best long-term investment since 2013. But it took a big drop, didn't it? It went from 45% down to 35%. And the higher the rates go, right, the less attractive real estate is, right? We already know commercial real estate's in the toilet. Uh, and, Jason, I think this pattern, unfortunately, where the next 20 years from 2020 to 2040 – I think it's probably going to be uh, the, the the big move, if you will, 
out of dollars, out of debt, and I think, again, we're going to end up in some form of a digital world. But all of this debt resets with this, and that's the part they're not telling the public about. Hey, by the way, uh, we're going to reset. You're actually going to get a lot less digital than you think. And 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 housing, you know, uh, property can only be an investment if you if you rent it out, if you turn it into an asset. You know, you can't. I know people think that. Well, I, I bought this house and I bought it at uh, four hundred thousand dollars, and now it's valued at six hundred thousand dollars. And I've made two hundred thousand dollars. Well, yeah. What time frame did it take to get there? And I know housing went up pretty quickly in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, but uh, generally, you know, what's the price of everything else around you? Really? And did it keep up with inflation? Maybe it did, yeah. Housing keeps up with inflation, but unlike gold, housing has upkeep, it has taxes, it has insurance, it has all these things when you live in the house that you have to pay for. And if you're not receiving rent from a property, then it's, it's really it's, it's, it's a cost to you. So it's, 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 you, gold is where you want to be to hold that, that value and, and, and to watch the increase of gold go up as the inflation tears through the, the system, Joe. I mean... People have no idea, Joe. I just uh, 2024 and 2025, are, and, and even the next few years past that, it, it's going to be some incredibly financially painful years. And people, people just got to get their brain ready for this and understand. You better, you better sack some gold, and silver away, Joe. You better put it away and, and have that safety cushion that you really need to have for yourself and your family. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com